Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, all right. Welcome back to the show. It's Christine Jewell. Today, I am super excited to have a guest on the show. Um, I have Stacy Wallace with me today. Stacy is an eight times author, speaker, entrepreneur, awesome woman, fueled by fire. She is the CEO of Fueled by Fire. She's a, a global consulting and training company. And, um, uh, Man, I'm just going to sh- say this to you guys. She has shared the stage with five U.S. presidents. She has killed companies from scratch into the hundreds of millions and has worked with tens of thousands of small business startups and CEO CEOs. I want to tell you guys that I met Stacy at uh, a recent event that I was at and she spoke and her talk just blew me away. And I was like, I need to have this woman on the show because I really, Stacy, feel like you and what you and Larry do together just really are an example of so much of, you know, the stuff that we talk about and what it means to be a kingdom entrepreneur and really steward uh, God's vision and mission and finances over our life. So I'm just really honored to have you. Thank you for being here. It is my honor to be here. We're going to have fun. I love it. I love you. I loved the time we got to spend together and just hearing what you're doing and what your husband is doing and the lives that you're impacting. This is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Well, I want, I want to start right away because I have it up here in front of me, but I want to hear from you. Like, what does it mean to be fueled by fire? Because I want to just really start to unpack some of those things and have you share a little bit, obviously, about your story. But as we think about that concept, what is fueled by fire? Well, fueled by fire, real simple. It means to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. So the fueled by the fire of the Holy Spirit in your business, in your life, in your marriage, with your children. Uh, we've been blessed to raise up a lot of companies uh, from scratch into the hundreds of millions, uh, one to a $1.2 billion market cap. And we do everything we do. We do it on the foundation of God's word. We do it as an act of stewardship that we don't own anything, but we do everything to give back. So we see ourselves as conduits of what God wants to accomplish on the earth, that we are serving his greater purpose. So to be fueled by fire means that whatever it is you're doing, whoever your family is, wherever you go, you are here to be a light. You're here to be a representative of a bigger kingdom uh, than your own. And so uh, I had a company, actually a publisher that asked me to write a book. My latest book was called Fuel by Fire. I didn't mm-hmm. actually like that cover. Okay. I, like I was like, this doesn't make sense. The book was supposed to be called It's Not Over Till I Win. <laughs> and uh, they said, and I had never written a book specifically for women. My, my mm-hmm. following has always been about 64% men because of my background in telecommunications and healthcare and raising up big uh, companies. And so 
uh, I kind of fought back with them a little bit on it. And they said, no, we really feel this is supposed to be called Fuel by Fire because we need a woman who's had the kind of business success that you've had in the marketplace who actually stands for the word of God. And will you yes. do that without watering it down? Well, then they got me. I, the reason why I was fighting against it, because it was a rock band that used Fueled by Fire and they were like heavy metal and devil. Mm. And so I was like, do I? And they said, can you just redeem the words Fueled by Fire? And so that then they got me. So Fueled by Fire has a lot to do with uh, obviously being empowered by the Holy Spirit, but also it's our trademark now and uh, our website and everything that and the movement that we're all behind. I love that. I love that. And uh, also because I'm going through my own battle with a book title right now. And it's like, you have your plans, you have your idea or whatever. And then part of it is just trusting that process. And obviously I'm sure you had a lot of peace by it, but it's, it's awesome. I love it. Um, and you guys already heard her background, but you know, you've built multiple companies. You've been in all kinds of different industries, right? At, mm -hmm. at this point. And, um, I just, what I, I have this little one pager up that you have, you know, and it, it says it means you're a kingdom entrepreneur negotiating on behalf of legacy while stewarding kingdom wealth and mm. operating under the authority of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, one of the, I'm just going to dive right in. One of the things I see, cause I also work with CEOs and I work with kingdom minded leaders or people that, of faith that say that we're of faith, but here we are in this countercultural world. I mean, we're in the fallen system, right? Everything is backwards from the way that the kingdom way of doing things. And so there's like straddling these two worlds and then there's this tension of the two worlds. And mm -hmm. I'm feeling really, you know, I'm seeing people really caught up in how do we lead in this world when everything is so backwards and you've had some wild success. So could you just like go right into this authority piece for a moment? Because I think that is so important and something that so many of us don't really understand what that even means or how that operates in our life. Well, we have a, an entire course that actually is inside of our 12-month university program. And it, it one course is called Kingdom Authority and Stewardship. Mm. And most people, uh, they consider themselves Christians or they consider themselves of faith um, and they have businesses. But if I were to go into their business, you would never notice it. <laughs> you would right. hear the vernacular of the world. You would see the same goals of the world. You would see the same modalities. And what most people don't realize is that when you sign up, especially if you sign up to be a Christian, you die to the world. You die to that system. You die to, to behaviors that make sense. And you mm -hmm. sign up for a whole new economic system that's not of this world. That's why it says you'll be in this world, but not of this world. So the economic system is it's unidentifiable by people who are not truly of, quote unquote, the way. So that means that what works for the world may work for you. You may get some success by doing the same kind of events and the same kind of, you know, warrior things. And you may get some yes. of success, but that money will have wings. In fact, I just saw mm. a TikTok from mm. Pitbull, and and I was like, Pitbull's like like talking kingdom talk. He said, you know, fast money, fad money, hype money, uh, money that is all about you. That money, you that money will run from you. It has wings. It will it will <sighs> it will fly away. And I was like, go on, Pitbull. You're not crying. That is so good. But you want to talk about, let me, let me try to do his accent, but you want to talk about money. <laughs> um, 
that doesn't have wings. It's the money you work for. It's the money that takes hard work and effort. And actually, he doesn't know it, or maybe he does, but I'd, I'd assume he thinks that's just good quotes. That's scriptural. Yes. The word of God in Proverbs, it talks about prudence. It talks about money with wings. It talks about hard work. And so what we've done over 35 years is we have not only studied, devoured, we've become connoisseurs of scripture because we believe it is like the Da Vinci Code. It's like the secret hidden threshold of how to bring heaven to earth. And uh, Jesus actually Mm. said that, when the disciples said, you know, how should we pray? He said, you should be praying thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Meaning like we shouldn't be going, God, I want nine figure success. Like, uh, Ed Milet. I love Ed Milet, by the way, great. Yeah. Um, or I want, I want to do it the way, uh, Grant Cardone is doing it, or, which is all good. These are good people, but there's a better way even than that. And if you recognize, you know, you were at the event where I talked about the 40th floor and above where Mm -hmm. there is, if you can keep your mind on things above that are not of this world, you'll begin to tap into resources, ideas, creativity, witty inventions, systems, funnels. Um, If you just study the way, even the leaders in the Bible, they got into some pickles. They got into some really (laughs) bad situations and then boom, God would give them the download of a creative way to negotiate themselves out of a system into victory. And so that's really what, what it's all about. In fact, we have, um, your, your folks can go to my Instagram at Stacy Wallace and just on any post, put the word kingdom and I'll give them a free copy of that first video of that course. So mm. they'll be able to understand what is kingdom. It's, it's a very similar message to what mm-hmm. I spoke at that event that you were mm-hmm. at breaks down mm-hmm. the acronym. K I N G D O M. And, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just a different way of thinking. It's not of this world. But what comes with it, it here's the secret sauce peace and profits. Yes. Because a lot of people know yes. how to make money, but they lose their wife in the process. They lose their mm-hmm. kids in the process. Mm-hmm. They, they lose their health in the process. To have peace and profits, you have to understand the kingdom way. Yes. Yes, the blessings of the Lord, right? Make a man rich and he adds no sorrow to it. So this is it. I love it. So good. It is so true. And and it's been such a shift. It's been about only five years of my life, but five years where I really said, okay, I'm going to hand over the keys to this vehicle, Lord. Like it's your car, it's your business, it's your money. And doing things completely different. You're absolutely right. They do not make sense to anyone else. Half the time they do not make sense. They don't make sense to me anytime I'm trying to make logical sense out of it. And a lot of it is in the moments where he says, it's time to rest now. And I'm like, no, it's time to go. No, it's time to rest now, right? Wait, it's not time yet versus go and and do it different. And it's, it's, it's funny because even the title of my book, I wanted it to be fight different because it's for warriors who are used to fighting always the same battles, the same way. We, we do need to fight different. But I, I love this. And it's so true. And it's something that you don't know until you know it, right? You don't, you, you have to experience it. It requires a lot of radical faith. And this is like, really, my heart too, is for, you know, for, for those of us who even claim to be Christians, and we claim to have faith, it's like, 
but are we actually like living it? Like you said, that heaven is here now, people like heaven, you know, it's right here, right now. We got to experience, ex like live this out in our businesses. I want to talk about the economic system versus the world system, yeah. because this is something I, I talk with my clients a lot about. And I think I love the way you presented it. I, you know, without going to obviously your whole talk, but the economic system of heaven is very different than the economic system of earth. Right. And obviously can you just talk to that? Because it's so hard for people to wrap their head around and even good Christian men and women or faith-based people who get it cerebrally, like we're not getting it in our actions every day, right? It's still like, oh, that's for over there, but I'm over here. But like, what is the economic system of heaven versus that of the world? And how do we well, bridge that? <laughs> yeah, well, I, ha I had the privilege of traveling for 12 years on some pretty big stages with Zig Ziglar was a dear friend. He wrote the forward on my first book. Wow. And he used to say something and he said, I, I like the things that money can buy, mm -hmm. but I love the things money can't buy. He said, money can buy you a house, but it cannot buy you a home. That's true. Money can buy you a mattress, but mm -hmm. it cannot buy you a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Money can buy you books, but it cannot buy you wisdom. And while Zig, he lives such an epic life, actually this week would have been his 97th birthday. And wow. I had the privilege of living the best years of his life out with him. And traveling with him and sitting and and he said, Stacy, you know, I'm I'm actually just a preacher that missed his calling. And I said, No, pops, you're a preacher who found a, who's calling in the marketplace. And I really do yeah. believe that that's what you and I are doing right now. Yeah. We are operating in kingdom mindset. And so when we talk about the economy of heaven, first off, everybody wants money. Everybody wants abundance. Everybody wants to understand how do I tap into the universe? And I encourage them. Number one, you're not looking to tap into the universe. You're looking to yeah. tap into the God of the universe, the creator of the universe. There's a difference. Yeah. You can tap into the universe and be what we call 39th floor and below. And that is the highest, highest, highest of human intellect, the highest peak. Imagine the person that you think is the smartest in the world, the, the most prolifically wealthy, think of Elon Musk, think of Oprah Winfrey, think of Bill Gates, think of the, the sheiks around the world. Think about how much money they have and how smart they are and how many good business systems they have. And yet <laughs> they are of this world. Yeah. They're under a realm and beyond the realm is called the earth realm. And then above the earth realm is a spirit realm, which is where all the battles, by the way, always happen in that realm. You've got to know how to get from the earth realm through the spirit realm into what's called the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. the kingdom of God. What's beautiful. That's why most people don't understand the whole story of Jesus. And he came to the earth and he was a good prophet and they hear it as a story. So they put a bumper sticker on and I'd rather be like him than I'd like to be like Hamas, right? Like I'd mm -hmm. rather be like, M than a, mm -hmm. than a, than a mm -hmm. terrorist. So they don't really understand what, what Jesus did is he broke the veil of the spirit realm. Yeah. So the spirit realm where we don't war against flesh and blood, we war against principalities in order to get through the spirit realm. You've got to go through the key that the only key that broke the realm. And that was Jesus. So knowing that when you study the economy of heaven, you can't access that economy, number one, without the pass key, 
which I believe is the passkey of Jesus. I think he's the only one that broke the veil. And number two, you've got to understand the way of the kingdom. That's why we call it the kingdom way. And one of the ways of the kingdom, although there are multiple principles, I always say methods are many or strategies are many. Tactics are many. Uh, I run HubSpot. I run ClickFunnels. Our team has um, AI systems. We've got automation. We've got, we've got, those are tactics. They're great companies. The the tactics on the infrastructure, tactics are many. They will literally change monthly. Just follow Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or anything else. It's constantly changing. So if your economy is built on systems of the earth, you will forever be chasing the wind. It's always moving. So let me say it again. Tactics are many. Mm -hmm. Principles are few. Tactics, Mm -hmm. earth tactics change like the wind, but principles never do. They're the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when you Mm -hmm. look at that, that means as much time as we spend scrolling through our phone, studying how to do the next funnel, how we should be doing A-B testing, how we should be looking at our analytics and empirical data. I love it. I do it all. We've got a great company. Yeah. They do well. But every meeting, every coaching call, every one of our classes, we enter his gates with Thanksgiving. We open up with 30 minutes of worship. We open up going, we want what heaven has to say. If we're talking about... Uh, let's say we're talking about chat GPT or AI or sales, or maybe we're talking about marriage or finances or how to, you know, our smart money makeover, how to get out of debt, whatever we're talking about. We don't just want human intellect. I don't want my people to just get Larry and Stacy's intellect or our coaches. We want them to get heaven on earth. So in order to do that, you got to know how to access that realm. And here's what's crazy on this planet, the way we access it, we work hard We get paid for what we do Mm -hmm. in that realm. You give everything away in order to get Mm -hmm. what he's got. Give Mm -hmm. and it shall be given. Good Mm -hmm. measure taken together. Do unto others as you'd have them on earth. You hit me. I'm hitting you back. Yeah. You sue me. I'll sue you back. So people will talk about being a Christian. They'll talk about having a label and maybe it's enough to get you to heaven when you die. But to live out heaven on earth, you've got to know the constitution of heaven. You've got to understand the authority of heaven. And then you've got to be able to understand the stewardship of how to steward heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. That is so, there's so much there. It's so good. It's so yes. It's so yes. And it doesn't make any logical sense, right? And it doesn't make any logical sense. But what I love about your stories, you guys have been so abundantly blessed and you've given so much away and you have a different relationship with money. And I see this struggle in so many people where they're like, well, God bless me, but now I got to hold on to it. And you know, they're still in love with the original vision. They're still in love with the original business. They're still in love with the original technology. Like they won't move to the next thing. And I've certainly been there, you know, like, oh, I'm God, you're calling me over here, but but I'm like, you know, we're kind of like trying to hold on to our bags over here. We're lugging everything. And you're, you're holding on to these old tactics and, and it's, it's like so much weight, right. And there's still so much, there's so much fear involved, but how do you, have you navigated that? Because, you know, it's true. Like you've been abundantly blessed, you've built businesses. And and I think this is where that freedom piece comes in, right? When you have this level of it is this level of faith. It's this level of love. It's this level of obedience. It's an understanding. And and I want to say for all of you listening, 
for me anyways, the only thing that has even allowed me to even begin to experience this other realm is to get in the word of God. Like you're not going to manifest your way there. Okay. No one is going to manifest our way there. We're not going to meditate our way there. We're not going to learn our way there through some mastermind. You've got, I want to encourage those of you who are listening that are not actually picking up scripture and getting in the word. You've got to get in there so that you can experience it because it needs to be experienced. But, you know, I just want like talk a little bit about that because the mm. um, specifically the coming and the going of things, right? Like God, like God calls us through seasons and he blesses us yeah. for time and then it's time to move on. And like, I think that one of these, I don't think, you know, cause that was what really got us is that this economic system of heaven is like, to me, what I'm hearing from you and what I heard from you speak is like, you've got to really have a different relationship. Money is of the earth, right? God is coming. He's, things are yeah, coming so and they're going and he's yeah, moving you yeah. around. Let me quote my husband. He'll love this if he hears this. He, <laughs> um, he said something one time that was so profound to me. Like my husband played football for Texas A&M. He is a guy's guy. He is just an incredible six foot five leader, but he is a giant humble heart. Yeah. Like he, he literally, it's amazing when he's in a room, he does not need to own the room. He doesn't need to be at the front of the room. The room is magnetically drawn to him. Yeah. And I always called him like EF Hutton, right? He doesn't say a ton, but what he does say is so profound. People love it when he coaches inside of our, our mm -hmm. programs because he is our COO. So he's all things operations and infrastructure mm -hmm. and technology. Mm -hmm. And so he helps take complex systems uh, and break it down so the average person can understand. He, I, I, don't, I don't like to say dumb it down, but that's yeah. for me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, make it simple so I understand what you're saying about that piece of infrastructure that runs the AI that links with our HubSpot, that links with all of our automations and our flows and our SMS. I mean, it's so much. And he has the ability to take this complex infrastructure and make it doable for anybody. I mean, we have a lot of folks that are 45 and older. Mm -hmm. They call themselves tech tards. And mm -hmm. so they don't fully understand. They don't have full capacity to understand because they just haven't learned yet. He said something that was just like that to me. He said, Stacy, I see so many people trying to walk on water carrying the world's weights. Yes. He said, you cannot walk on water carrying the world systems. Mm. So if you just met it, just took a day to meditate on that. That should have been in Proverbs, but it wasn't. It's in the Larry. <laughs> so Larry, when he said that, I was like, that is so deep because there's so many angles of that. You can't walk on water carrying another person, another system, the earth's weights, the earth's way of doing things. You can't, you can't walk on water Period. Unless you can't pray for that miracle while you're carrying all Unless you tap into something supernatural. It doesn't, mm -hmm. I mean, I got a seven acre lake we just put in out here. Like I could go out there all day long on my talent and my abilities. I cannot walk on water without the supernatural connection of heaven on earth. It's the mm -hmm. only way it works. And so immediately when Peter was called out of that boat, Jesus said, if you really believe, then come out here to me. Yeah. And he immediately gets out, not because of his talent, not because of his faith, because Peter was quite the coward, but 
because there was a supernatural thing taking place, heaven on earth was connecting. As soon as Peter looked at the earth around him, the earth system, the waves, he sank. Yes. So the more you study and you say the Bible, and that's what the world knows it as, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth, really, (laughs) that is a man's title for that. It was never titled. However... What it really is, if you peel it back, it's the constitution of heaven. It was written for us to understand how heaven, the kingdom of heaven works. To be a part of that constitution, you've got to be a citizen. So the entire kingdom stewardship and authority course that we teach, all of our programs lay on the foundation of this. Because if you don't understand the kingdom, you won't understand when we tell you to give and it shall be given. If you don't understand the yeah. kingdom, you won't understand why we say that person's suing you, let it go. Um, yeah. you got to understand the kingdom. Understand but the kingdom. when you do understand the kingdom, you understand that the constitution, aka the Bible, all the books of the Bible were written so that you would understand citizenship of heaven, which comes through a relationship with Jesus. Once you understand citizenship, then you can understand how to use your passport Your passport gives you protection and rights so that there are rights that I have because I have a heavenly passport that I can engage that when somebody calls me and says, Stacy, I need you to pray right now. I need something to shift. I can engage my passport and say, God, cover me. I'm going in. I can pray and I can access kingdom blessings and benefits that someone else can't access. When you understand the benefits of the constitution, when you understand the benefits of heaven, now you are able to engage heaven on earth and you can ask and it shall be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. I don't open up the door to people I don't know. I don't open the door to strangers. I open up the door to people I have intimacy with because mm-hmm. there's a crazy world out there. I'm not just going to let anybody in. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that God gives us the ability to have discernment as he does. He doesn't say everybody's going to come in. He says, if mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. So he says, if you mm-hmm. hearken into the voice of the Lord, your God, observing to do all that is written in the constitution, then will I make you make your way prosperous. There's so much. I mean, honestly, 35 years, I got so much about it that I love this season of our lives yes. where instead of us growing companies, We are now helping people grow their companies based on kingdom assignment, based on the kingdom way. And it is, uh, you can tell, I get very excited. It's like my husband talking about technology is me talking about the kingdom. (laughs) I love it. But you know, you, you were absolutely, and I, you're the first one that I ever heard that con that, that concept of the heavenly constitution or the constitution of heaven. And I love what you, how you just phrased the Bible, like basic instructions before leaving earth, because it is, that's how so many of us look at it, right? It's just like, as long as I do this, then I'll get over there. But I really, I'm passionate about this too. It's, it's just, I've seen so many blessings just pour into my life and my life completely change. And I, I really do believe I'm living, you know, and there's so much more to know and to, to say yes to, and to walk into, but we are, we're living heaven and hell here on earth right now. And obviously there's so much more beyond this lifetime, but it's available now, not you know, do what you want now. And hopefully when you exit, but, but I think that this gives you the faith and the strength to be able to, 
to, to move when it's time to move. When God's doing a grand reorganization or a restructuring of your company, you're not sitting there freaking out, trying to bring everybody with you in your bags. And it's just, you right. have the, the strength of character. I don't know, the faith, the obedience, the, the willingness, I guess, to, to look up, you know, and say, I'm going to, okay, if it's, if it's time. I remember one of my close friends, he's an awesome, awesome man. He just said, Christine, don't, you know, sit on the mountain but don't fall in love with the view for too long. You know, like you climb this mountain, he's going to move you. Don't fall in love with the view too long. And I thought that was such sage advice. What I really want to talk to you because one of the things that you also talked about was negotiating on behalf of the kingdom. I see a lot of CEOs, and this is a hot topic for me right now because there's so much cultural stuff right now pushing, you know, you got to do this, you got to have this agenda inside of your organizations. And there's this fear, I think, for a lot of leaders or leadership that if they don't adopt the agendas of the world and they don't you know, start doing things this way, they're going to be canceled. They're going to be shut down. Their business is going to go down the tube, right? This is an ongoing conversation in my world. And I think you really are hitting on the nail when you say like, we're here to negotiate on the kingdom. How do we do that? Right? Like in the yeah. world that we're in and, and, and navigate that culture that I think all of us feel the pressure of, you know, and there's subconsciously, you're just like, you're self-editing and you're self-censoring and you're, you're compromising your values. And I, my words for that is like, I feel like my, you know, we feel like our soul needs a shower when we do that. Cause we know I just, I had a Peter moment there, you know, I had a moan of yeah. denying, but yeah, precisely. And, so, and that's yeah. the powerful aha. When you have that, um, I'll, I'll just share my story is while I've had a lot of success. I mean, I've been since 18 years old, God has given us the ability to produce wealth and help people do the same thing. So when I was young uh, at 18, I started selling water filters for a network marketing company. My mom and dad were uh, in Amway and then they were in mm -hmm. uh, what's now Juice Plus, used to be NSA. Uh, and, and my dad said, I was a country music singer. I was nominated for New Female Vocals of the Year. So I was young and doing great. And he said, you need multiple streams of income. So my dad taught me that before he passed away. He said, you've got to have multiple streams of income. So I go out and because I was very um, outspoken and energetic, I was a, kind of a personality. Yeah. Um, I would go out and I would just talk to everybody about water filters. Oh my gosh, you're still, you're drinking bottled water. Oh, well, I've got to put one of these in your house. And my first paycheck at 18 years old was $8,976, 18 years old. So wow. I was two months into college and I would go into a class having just made $8,976 and I would sit and I would listen to this man who seemed to be like a hundred years old to me talking about things he had never put into practice. And he was teaching from a book, from book knowledge. And I would go out and then I would sell some more water filters. And back then that was when we were like front loading water filters, like 5,000 water filters at a time. And, and, and people would have their garages full of water filters. That was the olden days. But I realized, wow, there's something about being an entrepreneur that you can outthink, outwit and outplay the typical system of I've got to spend the next five years of my life learning how to make money or learning how to be educated in a career versus there are opportunities. Now today, the, the entrepreneurial world is wide open. You don't even have to have a degree for anything except for like brain surgery maybe or something like that. But yep. in the yep. world of business, you are 
if you have a certainty that outweighs uncertainty and you have expertise in a field, you this is what we call our legacy model, actually. And, and, and we have uh, the Legacy Wealth Mastery course, which we offer free online. It's a five-day course. And we break down that word legacy. I'm an acronym queen, L-E-G-A-C-Y. And L stands for do you love what you do? Like really stop for a minute and, and ask yourself, do I love what I do? Because if it frustrates you, if you have anxiety in it, if you cry because of it, if you're fetal in, in depression as a result of it, chances are you're either off track somewhere, right? your modalities or your um, intentions are wrong, or it is not a God-based business because mm-hmm. God is love. And mm-hmm. so if God's a part of it, the ether of love, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud, rude, self-seeking, takes no record. If that's the kind of stuff that's surrounding you, you probably don't have a God idea. You have a good idea. Mm-hmm. And if you mm-hmm. want to operate in kingdom, you got to get out of the good idea and you got to find it, dig a little deeper. It could be, uh, it could be almost right, but almost right doesn't trigger heaven. Almost mm-hmm. right triggers earth abundance, which has wings. So you've got to mm-hmm. ask yourself, so there's certain things that you have to do in order to, I'll say, activate, ignite, engage these principles of heaven. Because there's a lot of people that talk about the, they'll quote scriptures, they'll, they'll say they have love, they say they do all the right things. I've checked all the boxes, I've been to this mm-hmm. coach, and I've been to this coach, I've done mm-hmm. all the things, but I'm not making money. Chances are, it's not the checking of the boxes of the world that you need to do. Chances yeah. are there's a piece of the kingdom economy. And when you understand the kingdom economy, the kingdom economy is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, long suffering. I could just stop on kindness. Fruits of the spirit, are, right? <laughs> is the spirit here. Are, are you nice? Like, do people like yes. to be with you? Patience. Yes. Are you patient with your kids? Are yes. you patient with your spouse? Because mm-hmm. if you if you don't reflect the character of heaven, AKA the fruit of the spirit, the fruit there means the proof of the spirit. The fruit is the proof of the spirit. So if you don't carry the proof that he's living in your life, if it's not a fragrance that you carry, chances are you've got the bumper sticker of Christianity, but you don't understand the constitution. Yeah. How do you answer that long suffering for the people who think they need to just suffer through through their toiling and their you know their business because there's you, on one hand we're like yeah if you got to love what you do and you got to have joy and then it's like you have these people slogging it hating what they're doing under this umbrella of like but I'm doing the will and I'm you know I just I'm like you can't have here's the interesting thing so let's just look for just a second because long suffering means the never give up attitude. It means okay. long enduring. Thank you for clarifying that. Long yeah. enduring. Long enduring, not forever suffering. So okay. think about Let's... this for an example. He was long suffering. He suffered on the cross for a bigger perspective, but he endured the cross, scripture says. He mm-hmm. endured the cross so that he could get to the outcome that would give life and life abundantly to everyone else by pouring out the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. you got to ask yourself, am I suffering for me or am I suffering 
because I'm doing something God's called me to do. And I know on the other side of that, like in 2017, God asked us to give all of our money away, feed the poor, clothe the naked and all of that. And so it's one thing I've heard a lot of people do that when it is, um, when, when it's taken from them, when they lose their money, when, when they, you know, one business closes and they got to move to another. For us, we were at the peak of our financial careers. And I woke up and felt like the Holy Spirit said, I want you to step away from what you're doing and focus 100% on our nonprofit is called M Women, um, where we rescue and restore women's lives and we put them into homes and we send them back out in the market. Mm. It was a very cool program. Um, and so I did. I said to my husband, I told it to him and he was like, okay, I bear witness with that. So for a month, that's what I did. And it was hard because I was making a lot of money. I was very popular. I was, I was crushing like 2000 people per video on my videos. And, and then all of a sudden I had to change my message. It was no yes. longer selling and marketing. It had to come down to giving and serving. And so one month later, my husband comes to me and says, you're not going to believe this, but I feel like God said the same thing to me. I think I'm supposed to walk away too. And we're supposed to give all our money to the poor. And that sounds really easy. It is not easy. And I, I, anybody that says, oh yeah, I've done that too. I'll dig a little deeper. And like what they did is they gave out of their storehouse, but they didn't give everything away. It is, it is, it is suffering. It's suffering yes. by choice, not because something happened. Jesus suffered by choice, even though the, you know, Roman soldiers came and took him and that yeah. he had to submit to that. He had yes. to say yes to that, but he knew on the other side of suffering, God cannot yeah. lie. He cannot yeah. lie to give and it will be given back to you. So mm -hmm. you don't have to have a name it and claim it spirit, which I'm, I'm not for, but I do know the constitution of heaven cannot lie. God holds himself accountable and his word accountable that if you operate according to the kingdom, you will experience the blessings of the kingdom, which by the way, is a monarchy. God owns it all. We don't yes. own anything. Yes. 62 acres don't own it, even though it's paid for in our name. Cars, we're debt-free. Oh no, man, anything but to love them. We don't leverage. We don't, we have so many massive CEOs and leaders that are like, but what about good debt? Yes, I'm so glad you are bringing this up because I literally had a little battle, a little battle with somebody about this the other day. And when you said, we pay cash for everything, I wrote that down and I was like, yes, because that's what really God has been calling me to do too. And it's just like every day, it's like, that doesn't make sense. You can use debt for this. You can use debt for that. And then you've got people wanting to take or being offered high leveraged debt, you know, that they're putting their personal stuff on the line. I mean, talk to that. Because, well, I would love to meet that person. And then I would love to look at their family, their relationships, yeah. their faith. And I would love to watch them over the course of the next, stay doing what you're doing. Watch over the course of the next three years, what happens? I, in 35 years, now 36 on December 8th is my birthday. So I got to be careful to bump it. Um, but <laughs> I have um, never seen ever ever, ever. And I've worked with billionaires. I've worked with hundred millionaires. I've worked with millionaires. I've worked with small business owners. I've never, ever, ever seen someone utilize the world system that it, by the way, is the world system, leveraging mm -hmm. debt, utilizing banking systems, utilizing mm -hmm. other people's. I've 
first off, you cannot find that in the word of God. He says, oh, no man, anything but the, to love yes. them. And you should be the lender and not the borrower. Okay. The reason why he does that is he created our bodies to only endure certain kinds of stress. And so when the stress goes up, because, and I'll, I'll just use one of our uh, clients we were able to take from insolvent, well, they were going through bankruptcy and we were able to turn their business around. And in nine months they were to 13 million. So they were at an eight figure company in mm-hmm. nine months. And so they had another coach besides us. And that coach was all about real estate, leverage debt, leverage debt, mm-hmm. leverage use other people's mm-hmm. money, use other people's money. It means number one, use. Yeah. So OPM, OPM, OPM. Other people's money, use, use, use. Mm-hmm. God didn't call you to be a user. He called you to be a giver. So you can't give something that doesn't belong to you. You have to have ownership and, and your ownership, even if, even in that, it's his ownership. So stewardship is how do I steward what God has given me? We lived our uh, most of our lives trying to figure out, how, and I'm going to go back to your question a minute ago as well. How do we get out of the system? We knew we were supposed to be debt-free. We knew we were supposed to owe no man anything, but, but for years and years and years, and despite all the money, millions of dollars we made, we just never could, because we would get a bigger house. We would get better cars. We would increase our infrastructure. We were always like, but you know, I'm going to lease that car because it's a write-off. And we were using all these systems and still not getting ahead. Mm. And so we, we finally submitted when we gave away all of our money, we finally submitted even, even the, uh, funnels. And, you know, I I have so many stories about how many years we did it. Like the world was telling us to do it perfectly. And we could make big money in corporate America, but we couldn't figure it out how to do it online. When Mm -hmm. we surrendered and Mm -hmm. we said, okay, God, we're going to do it your way for us. The way we walked into that world, was giving everything away and going to where we had nothing but dependency on God for two and a half years. I didn't even have a car for nine months. Larry didn't have a car for nine months. We went totally dependent to get into that system. Okay, God, if we're going to have it, and we had a house, we were trying to sell the house for 18 months, it wouldn't sell. Um, so we had the everything, we, we, we owned nothing except for the house and the contents in it. So yes. we had to live and he wouldn't let us take a, a job. He would, he said, I want you to leave your job, give all your money away. Every time. How did you we, eat? How did you get money to, to live? I was selling pictures and I was selling lights. Selling my, things. my husband would go up into the attic and go, baby, I can't find anything else to sell. Like literally. Wow. Forcing yourself literally. by choice to go into that season. When, when you're a CEO or, or you're a high level entrepreneur and you, you are no longer visible with a company, you become what's called a free agent. And so other companies try to pick you up or pick you off. And so I was getting all these offers of $35,000 base salary, plus ownership, equity, blah, 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 bonuses. And I would be like, this is it. We're coming. I'm coming out. I want the world. And he would say, <laughs> I didn't tell you to come out. I told you to give away your life. And I, I have to say, when you go through something that is truly suffering, having a bad Botox day is not suffering. Having a bad hair day is not suffering. Um, breaking, uh, having your leg cut off, maybe a little bit more, 
But what we call suffering, emotional toxicity and mental anguish, I get it. And I don't belittle any of that, but we've made suffering such a low hanging fruit. Now everybody's Mm -hmm. suffering. Mm -hmm. And so we spend Mm -hmm. trillions of dollars on people who consider suffering, suffering, because we've made it okay to think that that is suffering. What God is looking for, God is looking for people who will do life his way. And then what you find is the suffering. I mean, you might have something happen. Somebody dies, you lose a loved one. There's an accident, your house burns down, all of which by the way, has happened to me. All of a sudden you're like, but I have such peace. Yes. I understand. So I remember driving home one day and my, I saw big black billowy clouds coming out of our uh, neighborhood. And I thought, Oh, that's a bad one. I turned the corner. It's my house. Oh and my goodness. I, had I did not kids- know that your house burned down. <laughs> yes. So I had one of my kids in the car with me. Larry's out trying to get water on the rest of the house to keep it from burning. The neighbors are all putting water on their house, trying to keep them from burning. They had gotten our little eight month old daughter out and the dogs out. And so I am like, everybody's panicking and, and running and, and what, you know, it was a four lawn fire. So there were four fire. It was really big. It was a 5,000 square foot home. And so I remember that day because God gave me a vision two weeks before that my house was going to oh. burn down. I woke up in the middle of the night, two weeks before, and it was so real I, in my dream. It was that an air filter caught on fire. That's not what happened, but it was a fire. And so it was so real that I got up in the middle of the night and I took all of the masters of my CDs, all of my scrapbooks that were not digital. And I put them all at the front of the house in my office thinking that was so weird. You know, I'm really not prepared. If there ever was a fire, I would lose everything that can't be replaced. So I put it all in that front room. And then when I drive around and I see the house burning, it was as if I knew. You knew. And if I knew, that means God has to be in this somehow. That somehow, even in the midst of suffering, can he be in the middle of it that you might be seeing a setback, but when you have a setback, don't take a step back, but get ready for a comeback. Because sometimes God uses setbacks to set us up so that we can recalibrate, even reinvent our lives. That fire that day, Mm -hmm. I I sat on the curb watching my house burn down and a news anchor came over and said, are you the owner? And I said, yes, I am. And they said, well, you seem to be very at peace. And I said, you know, this is a chapter in my book, but it's not the end of my story. I believe that a scripture says all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. I don't know how, and I don't know when, but this will work out for our good. Yeah, And they put that in the newspaper. Like I, you, you think those things wouldn't get, but they put it in the newspaper. Right. That day I sat there and I wrote a little song and maybe this is for somebody, but I wrote a little song that goes, when I'm watching my house burn down and I said, thanks for the joy that you've given to me. And I'm watching flames. Thanks for your love unconditionally oh thanks for peace in the midst of the storm god i thank you yes i thank you because you've been faithful faithful to me god you're faithful 
your mercies I see, oh. And when I look back on my life, the message is clear. God, you're faithful, and I thank you. And so in the midst of suffering, <laughs> there's peace. Thank you. That is the 40th floor and above. That is the currency of heaven that you can have everything heaven offers, even in the midst of the craziest seasons of your life. Yes. Oh, that is so good. And she sang again today. And you sang the last time I saw you. When you, it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I think of one sweet woman that that works with me whose house burnt down. And I hope Shayla, mm. you're listening to this right now. I know you will be. And I feel like that was just for you. So I, wow. I feel like that was just for Shayla. And uh, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for that story. And it's such, it's such a beautiful thing. So, um, wow, you are a powerhouse and I, you guys, you can only have this level. You can only have this level of, of power and fire through the, through the Holy spirit, through Jesus. Mm -hmm. I have, I don't know any other way. And I have been through a lot of alternative spiritual ways when I walked away from the church mm -hmm. for a while, um, which, you know, God allowed me to do that because he wanted me to see what, what is down the those other alleys, those new age alleys, those dark spiritual alleys, those plant-based medicines, working with shamans in the jungles, like all these things and nothing compares and nothing is sustainable like this because this is just a whole, the 40th floor and above, like she said, it's a whole other place. And I feel like I'm just dipping my toe in the water and I'm just really excited to also, you know, as my husband and I come you know, we're growing and growing in this, but to see you and Larry and, and also to listen to him, because I walked to the back of the room and I said to him, how did you, how were you when, when Stacey rolled over and said, oh, by the way, God says, let's give it all away. But you said something that I want to bring back up. And he said it too. He said, I knew it. I had a peace about it. Mm -hmm. in my spirit, I just had a piece about, it. even though, you know, in the, in the flesh or in his head, he was like, why isn't God talking to me is what he shared with me. But we just know there's like this knowing in your spirit that you just, you can't, there's a peace, right? The peace that surpasses understanding. I have not had any of those things, Lord. I pray that I don't have any of those things, but I have lost our, our home multiple times over, you know, lost our primary home. And, and I always know every time we've lost our home, it's come back and he's provided that and so much more. And so I've been leaning into, and I was even praying really that God would teach me a royal generosity. And, and I've been meditating more and more on what does it mean to really have this kingdom wealth and not just a name it and claim it, but to really wow. understand, understand the workings of the kingdom. And, and I'm just fascinated with this whole discussion, the different systems. I really believe like we are not called to be slaves. We are not called to be enslaved to money to, you know, burn out to all of these systems, but we are really called to be multipliers in a world that is designed to contract and squeeze everybody. We are the multipliers. And, you know, I'm just, I'm now, I feel like I had my years of in holistic health and performance. I got that down when it came to the body. I figured the relationship and the spirit. And now I'm really starting to understand what that can begin to look like Mm -hmm. in the wealth or in the financial system. So I'm excited to, to be more in your world and see more of that. And I'm going to do your five day thing, you know, Mark and I are going to do it too. And, and, but That's one of the hard. things you're right, he, he has really been 
encouraging me to lean into like, what does it mean to have this heart of generosity and royal generosity? It's, it's, and then, you know, hearing your story just affirmed everything. So I just, for those of us who feel like, well, I don't have anything to give, you know, and you're still like, we're always giving God the leftovers. We're always giving from the leftovers, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's our time or our energy or, you know, our money or whatever. We always, this is the problem of the world. There's never enough, never enough time and energy because it's it's a system of not enough so there'll Mm -hmm. never be enough time there'll never be enough money because there's always something more that's needed and i was on we're a pretty high ticket company that our our program started twenty three thousand they go up to one hundred and twenty thousand and our hundred and twenty thousand is called platinum and so i've a platinum part i'm just giving context for those of you that are listening when this person when people are at the platinum level they're generally running seven, eight figure businesses that are looking to scale, sale, uh, building infrastructure, really trying to get out of the business so that they can run multiple businesses. And so this morning we were talking and in order to be even in platinum, you have to commit to 10% tithing. It's, we mm-hmm. won't even work. We know that that money, anything uh, if you're not tithing, it's, it's cursed money. So it's going to have wings. So Larry and I want to, partnered and I've had multiple companies that have asked us to help and to come in to be fractional leaders in the company and right out of the, whether it's telecom, whether it's nutrition, whether it's healthcare, I was president of a healthcare company. Um, you have to give 10% of your company away, period. I won't off work with top. it. But it has to go off the top. Yeah. And so um, anyhow, this company was no different. And so that's, that's big. If you're doing $28 million and asking somebody to write a 10% check, that's $2.8 million right out of the get-go. That's usually assigned, right? That money is assigned. That means you're going to have to change your infrastructure in order to become a kingdom company. It means that you might have to let some people go. You might have to change some of your budgetary systems, but we've got to get him into your business. And one of the things when we talk about extravagant generosity, that's the baseline of scripture. Yes. Like you're not even in the kingdom until you're above 10%. So we, yes. uh, this year is, we are extra- extravagantly beyond that. And our, our lifestyle is not, is to live 90, 10 and to constantly live on 10, give 90. That means that you are constantly utilizing your money, not to benefit yourself, but to benefit others. So anyhow, somebody said to me, well, we just, this year we calculated and we, we, we gave away a hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, and how much did your company make? And I said, cause that sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like a lot? And they were like, yeah, like we've never given that much. And I said, put me that into a percentage of what that is off your gross profits. And they were like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> right? Uh, it was about 3.5%. Mm. And I said, you're not, you're not feeling it yet. You're not getting. So this is a hard conversation, Brian, because I'm not asking people to give that to me. <laughs> I'm asking no. people to give that to kingdom operations and purposes and helping the poor, clothing the naked, helping widows and orphans and everything the scripture says. So it's a, it, it's honestly, it's mind blowing, literally, when you truly understand what the kingdom asks of you, but when you begin to reap the benefits, yeah, 
It's indescribable. Yeah, it's a game changer. Wow. I love that. It's a game changer. And you can't, you got to be checking your heart that you're not giving to get because it's not a transactional thing, right? Because you're not right. like, I wrote a check. It's coming over 10X, right? No, you got to, and I'm no, no, not even there, but even just even Mark and I, and I don't want to talk about that too much, but we've really shifted from gating goals to giving goals this year. And I think that got me excited about money again, even though we're not playing at those levels, but you know, it's, it's just, I mean, we're giving now. Most people aren't. That's the thing, Christine. They're they're not. And that's why, like we say that at the platinum level, because we want to make us, we're building something in 2024 called the kingdom Alliance and the kingdom Alliance are people if they're not at that level, they're saying, I'm committing to that and I'm going to get there because I want to be aligned with the kingdom. It's not a kingdom alliance. We're trying to create some kind of networking group. It's, it's yeah. an alignment <laughs> with the constitution. And so that might be a, a mom that's, you know, she's got two mites, a widow's mite. She can get into the kingdom without millions of dollars. She's yeah. just willing to do it the kingdom way. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, well, I don't have a lot to give. Well, you actually do. And that's what that scripture was about. You know, our, yes. our mastermind folks, they, we don't say, oh, you can't be a mastermind if you don't do the tithe. Um, but what we do say is, will you commit to get there? Like we'd yes. love for you just to right now do it. When, when Larry and I finally got this, we not only did it, but we went back for all the years that we didn't. Oh, and wow. Oh my goodness. There's a lot of money that's gone through our hands that we didn't give on appropriately. And when you Mm. begin to realize if you want God, you know, scripture, the years that the locusts have stolen, that's called restitution, Mm. restoration. And I just dropped a truth bomb in in, uh, Facebook a couple of days ago, because I felt like it's restitution time for people. Mm. A lot of people are praying for restoration of their finances, but that means it just gets back to where it was. If you want restitution, then that means the enemy has to pay you back for the tears for the waste that's- of time, for the broken relationships, all the years that the locusts has stole from you, that's restitution. And when you yes. align with the kingdom, you can begin to demand restitution. Oh, woo. Thank you, Lord. That is more confirmation. Also, I've been calling that the reclamation where I'm like in this battle. I'm like, I am reclaiming everything that has been stolen from me, from the generations before me, from yeah. myself, from my children, from my children's children, because... I absolutely, I love that. And I, I love how much confirmation I'm hearing across the board. Just you guys, you got to get this as you start shifting. I call it shifting allegiance as a chapter of my book is just shifting our hearts, shifting who we're mm-hmm. loving, right? Shifting allegiance. And, you know, for citizens of heaven, that means we have diff- we're governed by different systems. We're governed by different laws. We're governed by different principles. And again, I'm just really starting to get this. And and uh, it's exciting because it's true. You you know you feel like I've been robbed. My kids have been robbed. Whatever you know. But I, I it's like the, it's God wants to give it all back to us, right? He just wants our hearts in the right place. And and uh, it's beautiful. And I just love it. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to follow more. I'm excited to keep digging into the this finance piece yeah. on my own because I do believe it's I do believe for those of you listening that for anyways, this is my position, and I'm sure this Stacey, you might agree is like we have a duty and a mandate to multiply to be prosperous because we need to get more money in the hands of people that are gonna do good to it. So, you know, for many years it's like, oh, as long as we have enough for our family, that's enough. Well, I think that's selfish. You know, now I'm really like, no, I gotta 
it's about, it's bigger than just me. It's bigger than just my little family. You know, it's, it starts at home. It starts with us. And if we do this right, then everything else will be multiplied. And you're such a, a great example of that. So I want to thank you so much for this awesome conversation. This is a words of wisdom, people. Wisdom is either earned through real experience. You got to find people that have wisdom, that have earned wisdom, life wisdom, and are, you know, get wise people around you because there's a lot of foolish, foolish talk out there and people giving really bad guidance. And um, so you're either going to learn it the hard way and get your own wisdom or you find people in your circle that are there and you just, you know, you learn, you learn from others. And, and that's why I'm such a big fan of mentorship and getting around the right people. And that sometimes means you got to cut ties and cords with certain groups or certain places that are not speaking these kind of language, right? Depending on what you want. So Stacey, you already told us lots of different ways that people can get a hold of you, but Instagram is one way. Um, what else? What is the play? What is the thing right now that people need you to know be what following I would you say? on? Well, they could go to stacywallace.com. It's Stacy with an I, but um, everything's on there. But I would yeah. love for everyone uh, to be a part of that Legacy Wealth Mastery. I'm going to show the, the 40th floor and above in yeah. that week. We give away 20, 000, over $20,000 worth of prizes and that. So it's a really great week. But Larry and I do it because we are revealing in those five days some of the biggest quote unquote secrets of the kingdom so that people, whether they join our program or not, we want them to know this. this is part of the mandate that God has given us. Tell them about the 40th floor and above. Tell them about the kingdom. Explain to them how to build legacy wealth, the kingdom way, so it doesn't have, you know, things that eat it up, scripture says. So um, they can go to FBF, uh, fbfchallenge.com fbfchallenge.com and fbf is fueled by fire, but fbfchallenge.com is going to get you the registration. Um, we'll make a point when you go into that, every person will be given a certified coach or advocate so that they mm -hmm. show you there'll be things that you're like, that's mind blowing. I don't understand. You'll want to get with your coach and do a free yeah. consult with them and say, okay, break this down for me again, because I want to know how to apply this to my business. Mm -hmm. When you do that, make sure that you tell us that Christine referred you. Make sure that you, because we we love honoring those who we, we believe in honor. Let me just say that. Mm -hmm. And so it would be great for us to be able to honor her in the process of that week of uh, the people that are coming as a result of this. So fbfchallenge.com would be a great way. Otherwise, go drop the word kingdom on my Instagram and uh, it'll automatically, Manny Chat will automatically start talking to you and sending you the free resource <laughs> of the I, I like to be really honest with that. That's not me talking to y'all, yeah. y'all. That's AI, no. but y'all know it. And, uh, but we've got it to where it's going to send you the video of the training of our first course on the kingdom way. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Well, you guys, the, we'll drop the link below and I'll be in there just, you know, hanging with you for those couple of days. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm hosting, I'm hosting a retreat for part of that, but I'm going to be dropping in there, uh, after that. So it's going to be great. So 
Thank you, Stacy, for being here. And those of you that have been listening in, I just want to say thank you for being a listener, for always tuning in. And remember that the best way to pass this message on is to forward this podcast right now. Share it with a couple people who's on your heart, who needs to hear this message. You know, you do your part, you let God do the rest, right? But this is how we do it. One move at a time. And if you guys have not already left a review, we love to, I love to see your five-star reviews and I love to read your comments. So connect with me over on Instagram at the Christine Jewel. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.